0: Welcome to Tall Tales. Vinny Bucci, you there? The booch is muted. Everybody just hang with us. We are getting everybody logged in. We are actually recording on time. I hear somebody breathing real loudly. Booch, is that you? Uh, I believe so. Vinny, what's going on, man? Not much. Just, uh back over the shoulder, waiting for these cars to pass by so I can get back on the highway. Ah, God bless you, Vinny. I, I appreciate you doing this, man. I know traffic is a nightmare. So uh, we thought maybe this would be a much better way to, to get you involved in Tall Tales and back on the podcast. That's and hopefully this helps you too, man. I appreciate you being willing to be on again. Absolutely, man. I had, I had fun
1: last time I was here and uh, definitely wanted to come by. I've been flying down the highway trying to
0: you know, get to where you guys are at, and a couple speed bumps along the way. Hey, man, we understand completely. Tim Gonzalez, he's on now.
2: Hey, well, you have allowed us to continue to push the envelope on this show because this is our first mobile live podcast. You're in the car driving, right? Yeah, I'm on the road right now.
0: I can tell because our audio is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) this will this will be the worst audio podcast ever. So we are recording it. So there'll be a video too. So unfortunately Vinny is not on video right now. He is driving. He is being safe. We appreciate that. But he has got this amazing icon for his saved image. What is that on your face? (laughs) On your Um, your Zoom phone.
1: Uh, well, that was, uh, I, I logged into Facebook, so that's the Facebook, uh, profile. I don't remember what it was for, but it was doing some kind of sale for a video game. So you could customize your face that had that kind of mask, because with, uh, you know, COVID stuff, mask masks have become the new popular thing. So I kind of just put that on for the hell of it and decided, um, after, I think it was after the last, uh, WWE pay-per-view, but I thought I'd change the profile thing, so...
0: I
2: am After digging it, man. I love it.
1: I've got a I have no idea who the video
2: is. If I may, if we can jump right in. Did either of you watch the, um, uh, what is it called, Talking Shop-A-Mania? Uh,
0: yeah, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, or, or Doc, if he's going by Doc now. Um, a lot of guys we actually know, too, man, from Larry Otto and – um, all around Georgia and in the independent scene. Vinny, did you catch that? I actually missed it, man. I didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, I have not seen it yet, but
1: every, every wrestling person I know in the business, out of the business has begged me to watch it, uh, there is a disclaimer that needs to be given before anybody watches it, and that is that the entire um, production of the show is meant to be satire. That's what people forget. Like, they're basically making fun of the mud show, uh, hotshot aspects of the business that people hate and putting it all together in a parody form, which is sometimes people forget because there are a lot of people out there that do some of that crazy stuff, but they took it to a level to where they're doing it as a comedic way of making fun of it. Like, Chavo Guerrero, I think, came out on a horse or something. Or
2: uh, Teddy Long
1: was throwing out tag team matches for no reason. Um, they were; it was meant to be done in a parody type of way. It was not meant to like be taken as a serious, legit wrestling show.
0: Right, absolutely, and it's sad too that you even have to say that. But I completely get it. And people do you do have not to. understand. You have to.
1: <laughs> If you, don't, if you don't tell people that in advance, they're going to think that it's, they're actually trying to do this, and then people will make fun of it and bash it and not understand this is comedy. Uh, Ooh, yes, man, you fans, can go. fans uh, take their wrestling
2: serious? What?
1: Yes. Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> Very much so. So they got to – as long as you let people know in advance that it's satire, they'll watch it and enjoy it. But you have to watch it with that in mind
0: you'll enjoy it if you don't you're gonna hate it sure absolutely it's kind of funny that you know you mentioned the talking shop of mania tim and i were trying to weasel ourselves onto that show i didn't even realize it had already been recorded and it was already done and over with i thought we were going to be able to show up live at, at his house gallows and be a part of it somehow
2: the tall tales uh, name out there but that, that uh, fire it was for it was for a doubling show <laughs> <He> <laughs> down the road, if i, if I, North North. I if I could have i would
0: have
1: dm if i could have i would have dm him on twitter immediately like dude how do i how do i get it
2: on this <laughs> to be fair we were close we did not know it had already been filmed that's right it was literally just awaiting a premiere um <laughs> uh, but we felt real close. He said, he said we were, we were wanted and welcome and would love to have us. He could always use some extra cameramen. (laughs) That's right. You can always use some extra workers.
0: (laughs) Hey, speaking of, uh, I guess, Larry Otto, Gallows, all those guys, you know, they're actually, and Tim, you just mentioned it. They're doing a show this Saturday. Um, Obviously when this episode drops, (laughs) I have been several weeks ago, but August 22nd, 2020 and, Man, it's going to be a crazy show. It's going to be filmed for Impact Wrestling. I mean, you know, Gallows is really – man, he left WWE, but, man, he is on fire right now. Him and Anderson are just kind of blazing a path and doing their own thing, man. And, honestly, bringing a lot of, uh, I guess, publicity to Georgia and, and independent wrestling in this area, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's incredible what they've been able to do. I mean, uh, they – you know, they were – they they got let when they got let go they had lost like they were they were basically re-signed made this big month this make we're making this big money then it just got taken away from them but then they were able to reinvent themselves which so I thought it was incredible you know and they got so many offers to go to so many different places but I guess Impact let them do what they wanted to do and they're letting him keep the talking shop they're letting their you know they're promoting it they're letting him do more stuff with it. When he went to WWE he couldn't really do the he couldn't really run independent stuff anymore. That's why he had to sell West America. Uh, but now that he's able to come back and do his own thing and make talk and shop bigger than it's ever been, it's it was a good move for them and they you know, it's you know, regardless of what people might think about impact wrestling today, it's still a good place to go and they're making the best of it, and I couldn't be prouder of both of them.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, like I said, they've been kicking butt, doing what they're doing, and more power to him, man. I love seeing it.
2: Well, so, Luke uh, had this vision for sorry, Jody. Uh, no, Luke ahead, had man. This vision, we know he had an idea that uh, his run, his time in WWE was going to be up before he resigned. So he's been sort of laying the groundwork uh, after he went a different direction from uh, Russell America. And started Larry Otto, and that's when sort of Jody, you know, was in at the beginning of that as well, and done a lot of local shows. And uh, he knew then he wanted to lay the groundwork and frame out. If if it didn't happen then, if he wasn't re-signed then, or when wrestling was over his career, he wanted to start his own wrestling legacy. And so, it's really cool to see this stuff actually come to fruition because as crazy as it sounds when he got re-signed it was and don't take this the wrong way i don't know how else to say it it was sort of disappointing because of all the work that he was doing for if he didn't get re-signed right he wanted to see a lot of those projects happen and all that hard work continue to go when he gets re-signed by wwe he's pretty much out of the picture yeah absolutely everything he had been doing sort of just just get stagnant um, without him. But, you know, it's awesome to see uh, him pick that up. And, and, and a lot of those local guys that you mentioned that have been working really, really hard for a few years with the good brothers, Larry Otto. Um, so it is, it is really, really cool.
0: Absolutely. Well, Vinny, man, I want to say thank you again for being back on the show. You know, um, at this point in time, our audience should know that the boot has actually been on two episodes of Tall Tales pod already because the first time we recorded we had so much content we had to break that bad boy in half uh so we've got part one and part two and uh I'm excited man because you broke some amazing news the last time you were on Vinny um which was of course your amazing documentary about eating a freaking car and dude you're on Amazon Prime I have seen that docu-series and it's incredible. Like, I was blown away by the production level, uh, the content. I thought it was amazing, man. So, what's been going on with that? How, how have you been promoting it? What have you been doing? Is anything different? Obviously, you still get stuck in traffic, just like all of us.
1: Yeah, that's the one thing in Atlanta you can't escape.
0: <laughs> but how's it been, man, since that's come out? Has anything been different? Have you been – you know, doing anything else? Are you lining up, I don't know, talk shows, you know, like uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon? Is that happening yet? Uh, not Ellen? yet. Um, I'm definitely waiting for Jimmy Fallon call. Um,
1: so far, we've um, been, been getting a lot of positive reviews about it. Um, some people are, you know, leaving their reviews on Amazon Prime, and I, I've encouraged everyone that, you know, if you get a chance, go on there, leave a review, even if you've already seen it. just
2: if you haven't seen it, watch it, leave a review. But if
1: you haven't, you know, if you, you know, still seen it, obviously leave one. But it's so far it's been great. I've been trying to line up, uh, you know, places. Pretty much anybody that will talk to me, you know, I'm, I'm down. You know, I got, I got plenty of friends that, you know, have done interviews and stuff. I think it's because with uh, the pandemic, it's hard to get people together, you know. But definitely I plan on, you know, hitting everything. I've got a buddy of mine that's trying to help me get pressed for it. But it's, so far, it's just been an incredible move. You know, um, right now, I'm I've, I've, I've last time I was with you guys, I had two jobs. I've only got one now. So that's been my biggest difference. So that's the good thing. Um, and I've just been riding this wave with the series, And I'm just uh, – I'm excited about the fact that people are just getting to see it now because it was, it was shelved for so long. And then when I got the call from Cole that we could – you know, take it and change it up, it was exciting. And we both, you know, worked very hard to get this thing out there. And one thing I do want to make clear is that even though now it's on Amazon Prime and that's the primary thing I'm promoting now, we're still keeping the channel up. Because we had it on YouTube for a while and then we put on Amazon Prime, but we're still going to keep the YouTube channel up. And at some point down the road, we're thinking about adding some other content to the channel. So I don't want people who are, subscribe
0: to the channel the week. Stay there because we're gonna have some stuff. Oh, Vinny, uh, we are we're losing you a little there. bit. Welcome to Tall Tale. Probably throw some because we you know probably throw some
1: extra scenes that didn't make either screening or we got uh, Yeah, we got a. Uh, hello? I'm here, do you guys me? Yeah, yeah yeah we're, we're here. here keep going we're here. Okay good okay good okay Okay, good. Um, But, yeah, so, you know, we're going to be adding
2: some – Are you going toward Atlanta or away from Atlanta? What direction? I'm so
0: glad we're recording this on video. (laughs) oh man this is this is tall tales at its finest right
2: it sounds like penny is doing some discotheque
0: like wearing the
2: yeah okay all right we're back to normal
0: i think yeah we got none of that yeah story, i was penny.
2: i'm just saying i was in route to where you guys were that's what happened but have you we know that but have you turned around? Because if you're headed back toward Atlanta, you shouldn't be sounding like that. The closer you get to us, I get it.
0: Right.
1: The closer you get okay.
0: to the well, woods, I don't understand.
1: I'm a,
2: well, here's the thing: it's, I'm in a position where I
1: can't really turn around right now. It's like once, it's what its one of those things. Like once you're in, you're fucking in. You can't—you
2: can't, you can't go no damn way. That's like my mom when she's driving. She's, she'll keep going till she finds a light. She will not turn if she cannot find a light to assist her
1: there's cars coming on both lanes even if I try to turn, I'll smash into somebody
2: so you're still in, in route to Griffin
1: yeah I gotta wait so I, I had to find an opening pretty much
0: <laughs> well hey what are you gonna do <laughs> we appreciate well, the dedication exactly. yeah no problem uh, so problem. how's it Here going
2: go. though um, the Amazon Prime experience like are you able to see the analytics of this? Do you know how many views you're getting? Or are you just able to see that, you know, uh, people are commenting on it?
1: Right right now, all I can see is the people commenting on it. Um, as far as the analytics, I have to check with Cole on that. It's just that after he put the docuseries series up, Cole's been working on a <laughs> –
0: This is my favorite episode ever.
2: Just stop, Vinny. Turn around, go away <laughs> from Griffin. Go back to Atlanta.
0: Yeah, folks. Uh, just for the the ones tuning in, while while Vinny is trying to find his reception or connection, Griffin is uh, south of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, not really in the woods, but not really in the big city. So there are some cell towers, but I <laughs> will put it to you like this: the highway does not run through Griffin. There you go. The interstate. Interstate does not run through. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well Vinny may or may not be back, but that was Vinnie Bucci on Top <laughs> Tells Podcast.
2: And he had dropped before, you know, that they got the great news about the Amazon Prime picking up his docu series. Man, yeah. that's incredible though. I mean it's it's crazy to think that this has just sat um, and, and not a whole lot done with it for so long. And I know we've got a lot of shows and things Whoa. like that we've done but Vinny is back. Oh it's him. Is. Yeah. It in person. Unmasked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I found the video button so I was able to click that.
2: But, oh, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm back here. But anyway, but yeah, so what I was saying before was I yeah, Cole has the analytics, but he's been working on an independent uh film project this last month, so we haven't been able to really talk, but once we once we're able to reconnect, I'm going to start getting some more information from them and everything, and I'll, I'll know more about that, and most definitely I'll be sharing some of that because I'm, words don't describe how happy I am that this is getting out there and the fact that, you know, people, I, like I said, I'm just excited people get a chance to see it and get to see the story and everything that I went through because, like I said before, that was two years of my life right. when I went into working on that documentary series where I did. Practically nothing else except eat this car and maybe a few other things <laughs> I did outside, but primary was everything was eat, was eating that car. But so to, to get people to be able to see it is just phenomenal. But if
2: you're and in I'm the glad Amazon Prime
1: part, is allowing that. me to do that.
0: I love that, man. So, so tell me this, Vinny. Obviously, with that coming out and being on Amazon, like that's huge. It was on, uh, you know, Adult Swim uh, before that. So, like, what's on the horizon? Like, what's next for the booch, man? Like, what do you got lined up? Um, Right now, I'm just um, mostly working on – I'm working on the booch
1: shaft mostly. Um, My goal is to really uh, amp that up in the coming months. Uh, Once We're slowly getting to the point where, as a team, me and my team, we're finally – getting comfortable enough to like being in the same room and social distancing not being as big of a problem you know so we're kind of we're all kind of quarantining ourselves and doing everything through uh discord and phones things like that but eventually we're getting everybody back in studio um in fact we just we just got together um this a few weeks ago and we recorded um a, a, a class, we, did, we do have this thing on our show now where we do classic movie reviews. And we got one dropping. Uh, at the time at the time you're listening to this, it's probably going to be already out, but it's coming out this coming Monday where uh, we did the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So we got a big thing, that's dropping. And it was epic because um, Rhiannon, who's our chief of marketing, she, she loves the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And up until a few weeks ago, I had never seen it. So it was a crazy... Moment where I'm seeing this for the first time ever, and we're just—I get a chance to really talk about it. So that one's coming out. The episode is called—it's called, it's called Damn it Janet is the name of the episode. So you want to check that out?
0: Okay, uh, absolutely. So,
1: and we—and we do have some big things going on with the boost cab. I can't really reveal too much of them at this point in time,
2: but my goal is it's cloaked in so much mystery.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: like. like you know, It's a great guest, but he can never reveal anything. He's so Hollywood. It's like, he's not going to spoil nothing.
0: That's a good quality to have though, man. You need that trait
2: if you're going to work
0: big deals. You got to tease him to please him, brother. You know that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and then of course, in addition to that, um, I've got uh, a couple YouTube shows that are out. Um, I have a I got I got a chance to bring back uh, Wednesday Wisdom and Complain Timer back, so those are cool things to check out. They're on the you can find it on the HVMA YouTube channel. Um, those come out every week, and then um, and then in a couple of weeks I'm going to be bringing back uh, Boot Shoot Thought, which has been uh, the show on my own YouTube channel that I've been doing. It's uh, basically the idea I got for it was from I was watching a lot of um, wrestling interviews on YouTube, and you would notice that. If you ever research them, there's always something like, you know, uh, Hogan shoots on The Ultimate Warrior or Jim Cornette shoots on Joey Janela, or something like that. It usually means that they're talking about that person and showing how they really feel.
2: Because in
1: wrestling, shoot means it really happens. So I have a show on, on there called Boots Shoots On where I just, I pick a topic and I just go all in on it. I love no that. Filter, man. No nothing.
2: Well, that brings me to something that a little catchy segment that we've got on this show on Tall Tales that we like to call wrestling with the law because we happen to have the best defense attorney, family criminal defense attorney in the state, Jody Sellers from the Sellers Law Firm on the show. Benny, do you have something that you've been wrestling with the law about recently? Is there uh, something stirring up in your mind that if you had the opportunity uh, to uh, talk to somebody that could shoot it to you straight. Shoot. Uh, what was the name of your, your segment there, Vinny?
1: Um, shoot wrestling
2: on. shoot on legally, uh,
1: Wrestling with the law. Um,
2: what would you shoot on legally?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I mean, as far as doing anything that – I Unfortunately, it's against the law. I don't know. Um, I mean, the the worst thing I've ever done is I've done recently is maybe there could be a. Remember, allegedly. Allegedly,
2: allegedly about, that's I, the
0: key word.
1: I I was literally about to say that, but okay, like you know, I'm just saying allegedly. Um, there might be some um special vaping going on.
2: Oh, you've okay. picked up. You've picked up a pin.
1: Something like that, yeah. And I got um, it. I've been doing. Let's just, yes. And I've been doing a lot of writing, as they say. So
2: what have you been? What have you been wrestling with uh, since you've come across this pin?
1: Um, mostly wrestling with was um well. Mostly, the thing I've been wrestling with the most is trying to remember where I put stuff.
2: <laughs> I guess. This is. He hasn't gotten to the point, Jody, where he's wrestling with is this gonna get me in as much trouble as the as the flower? Um yeah, was like,
1: that, like, outside of the flower there wasn't really
2: um He's, he's much. more or less wrestling with where did I put my keys?
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> where did I, I mean, put my car? Oh I ate it.
1: Exactly. It's like it was in the driveway two years ago.
2: Jody, you got anything for Vinny's new um, <laughs> alleged hobby?
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, certain things still aren't legal in the state of Georgia, but we're getting there. It'll really? take some time. <laughs> let's say, let's say
2: it's CBD.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, CBD is, is okay. You know, CBD
2: oil but let's say Vinny yeah. gets pulled over right now Sure. and uh, he's got his, his uh, pen apparatus between his legs. Right. Um, what, what, uh, what rights does Vinny have? Um, if a cop says, Hey, I don't know if that's THC or not. Uh, what rights does Vinny have? Let's say it's the CBD from the gas station.
0: Sure, man. Absolutely. Um, so a couple of things to remember, you know, when you're dealing with an officer that pulls you over, there are certain things you, you don't have to do. Just because you get pulled over doesn't mean you've got to hop out of your car. Doesn't mean you got to stand there and answer a thousand questions for the officer. Um, you simply have to let him do his job. So he pulls you over, comes up to the car, knocks on your window. You don't got to roll your window all the way down. You don't have to do that. Crack your window just so he can hear you. That's all he needs, plain and simple. You can slide an ID through a window if you need to, you can talk through the window if you need to, but all the officer is allowed to do is ask you questions as part of his investigation. And there has to have been a reason to pull you over to begin with. So if the question's about a tail light that's out or you weaving along the road, you can answer those questions by sitting in your seat, plain and simple. Um, it's yeah. when you start getting out of the car and when you start volunteering information and when you start opening your trunk and when you start in, the, in your pockets, that's when you're getting, you're, you're falling down the hill.
2: <laughs> you've
0: <rolling out laughs> yeah, you just like, you've
2: nose dive off. The hill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're also running your meter up with your defense attorney too. Like. Yeah,
0: right. Absolutely. It's getting higher have... and higher. The more questions you answer. <laughs> yeah. So keep it to a minimum, man. Um, Yeah, if they can't smell something, there's no odor, they don't have a reason to to start digging, don't give them one. Um, It's when you start acting weird and fidgety and stuff like that. So So don't
2: confess that. Don't bring attention to the pen and say, oh, it's CBD, officer. That's
0: it, man. And, hey, listen, I've got friends who are officers, but I'm going to tell you right now, when an officer tells you, hey, man, just be honest with me, I mean, that's not going to help you. I'm just being level with you. No <laughs> ever talked your to, to an officer <laughs> in dealing yeah. situations has then been let go. <laughs> yeah, that's like when your parents say, if you tell us the truth, you won't get in
1: trouble. That <laughs> never works.
2: Never oh, happened. No,
1: that's a lie. Never happened.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. We should have known it from then. So when you're staring at an officer, it is like, just be honest with me, brother. Is it weed in the pen? No, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> Because here's the thing, if he knew what it was or she
0: knew what it was, they wouldn't be asking you. You don't don't need to volunteer the information. And that's what I tell folks too about, you know, meeting with an officer. They want to bring you down to the station. They want to have an interview with you. They want to sit down with you. You don't need to help them arrest you. You know what I mean? Like if, if they don't know the answers already, don't go give them to them. I'm just saying, I'm being honest with you. Um, you have no right to do that. I mean, you have no obligation to do that. You have every right not to talk. So, why are you going to mosey them down to the station and tell them everything you don't want them to know to begin with? <laughs> you know, just saying. So, that, that's. Uh oh. I think we lost Vinny again. I didn't know if he was laughing. Were we losing him? I couldn't tell. The screen is definitely frozen on his end. Um, but he is driving and allegedly touching his cell phone while he's doing it. So but here's, but
1: here's the the ball, don't do that.
0: Um, you have to roll your window on but if, well.
2: I can't tell if it's good. I can't either. If this is going to be something very informative. <laughs> Well, I hope he's enjoying his uh, his new his new fun little toy he's picked up and uh, is careful with it. But yeah. I wondered that because you by looking at stuff and these things you can't really some of them there's no smell, whether um, it's tobacco or sea or you know like oh, what, nicotine or CBD or, yeah. or whatever the oil is. Um, how would someone know without a full blown test?
0: Yeah. And that's it, man. You know, when you're talking about, you know, these new issues with hemp and um, the THC level and what's the difference between marijuana or not marijuana, it's all about testing. That's what it is, man. It looks the same. It smells the same. It, you know, feels the same. Like you've got to do that test to figure it out. And so what you're finding honestly, in a lot of these smaller courtrooms and we're talking about, you know, in Georgia marijuana of less than an ounce is a misdemeanor. So a misdemeanor in the state of Georgia means you can get up to 12 months in jail. There can be a fine associated with it, but it's a lower class of of criminal charge. And so a lot of times with these marijuana cases, it costs more money to send off and do these tests than it's worth in the long run. So uh, if you've got an attorney, um, they're usually able to go in there and kind of help you out. Um, And right now is the time to be doing it because a lot of these cases are being tossed because they can't tell the difference. Um, and honestly, I mean, again, Atlanta has already done this. It's decriminalized in the in the city limits of Atlanta. You know, half the country has already decriminalized it on the statewide level. So that's where it's going. It's not legal in terms of marijuana right now, but it's going to get there. We've already made steps. We've got some medical laws now. We've got hemp being legalized. We've got CBD oil. It's now legalized. So Georgia's getting there, we're almost there, but you still gotta be careful. It's still illegal. Don't do it. That's your attorney's advice, at least. And uh, be yeah. safe. I'll say it that way. Oh, Vinny's back. Exactly. Oh, we got two we... more minutes of a Zoom call with Vinny, so this should be fun. Well well, the question I was gonna ask before this thing cut me off was that, you know, obviously, like you said before,
1: you don't have to roll your window all the way down, you don't have to get out of the car. What if the cop asks you to do
0: both those things? Then do you do it, or can you tell them no? Yeah, you still don't have to. Um, I mean, at that point, the question becomes, are you being detained? Are you being arrested? So he pulls you over, or she pulls you over. They ask for the ID. You show it to them, so now they know who you are. Um, If they say, hey, will you step out of the car for me? You have every right to say, no, thank you. Uh, What am I being detained for? That's it. Now, that feels weird. Okay. hard to do, um, and that's a difficult thing to tell to a police officer, especially when you're a kid and you don't know what is going on, um, especially when you're an adult and you've never been pulled over before. Um,
2: you're trying not to escalate the situation. Right. Um,
0: you want to be helpful. You don't want to be difficult, but you also don't want trying. to do things you don't have to. Yeah. That's okay. a great question, Vinny. I just I always answered, wondered that because
1: oh. that's been a story I've heard millions of times.
0: Yeah. So I'll always ask, why am I being detained? What am I being arrested for? Am I am I being arrested? If I'm not being arrested, I'm going to go about my business. But you Jody, how,
2: be, um, how far can that go, though? Like, so when you, when you ask that question and whatever his answer is, if he persists on, he asks you again, do you mind stepping out of the car? Um, you know, How long can you just sit there?
0: I mean, and that's the difficult part. I mean, you can't just drive off. Um, You got to be careful about that because then that's going to turn into, oh, they were obstructing, you know, law enforcement. Mm -hmm. They were fleeing and eluding, even though they still can't tell you why you're being detained to begin with. Um, Thank God we're in an age now where we all have cell phones. We have videos. We have recorders. Mm -hmm. People have dash cams in their cars. Um, So honestly, if you don't have a dash cam, that's another thing. You need to get one because they record video and they record audio. So if you don't have your own dash cam in your car, you need to go get one. You can get it on Amazon for as cheap as 40 bucks Mm -hmm. and you can pop it in your car because that thing needs to be running. And that's just a safety thing for everybody. Um, But, you know, ideally that conversation with the officer is not going to last too long, but there are some officers out there, um, obviously we are seeing, who don't do what they're supposed to. And they think they have a little more power than they actually do. And so they will turn a simple conversation into something more than it should be. Um, But that's why I say you always have to remain calm and collected. If you've got to say 1,500 times, no thank you, officer, why am I being detained? You keep saying it in a calm demeanor. Because eventually that officer is going to leave or they're going to make an arrest, whether they're correct or not. And then God forbid if that happens, well, now maybe you've got a civil suit you're talking about at the end of the day wrongful mm-hmm. arrest you know maybe they're getting terminated for you know doing that and thank god too officers now have body cams yes. At least they're supposed to they're supposed to be running they're supposed to be working so there's that extra layer there too that hopefully is catching everything that's going on silence i've stunned the room
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shut him down I I was just looking at Vinny Knowing that he's never going to (laughs) face the situation No one's going to walk up to Vinny's window Especially him wearing the boot shirt (laughs) (laughs) Get out of the car
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm always
1: preparing for the unexpected I'm always preparing for the unexpected So that's why I need to know
2: have you ever hey, been in a situation with a police officer that um, you found yourself like, wow, this is escalated really quickly? <laughs> Whoa, where do I begin
1: with this story? Um well, make it quick. Oh, make it quick? Okay. Okay. Uh, when I was in college, I was on the mortar train to head back home, I'm not paying attention. And one of the mortar doors was what was already wide open. Like, usually they're shut, you gotta tap to get in the door. So I'm looking at my phone, not paying attention, and by realizing it, I walk through these doors. I'm literally two tiny steps away from this door before this cop screams at me. He told me to stop. I stopped. He comes up to me, he tells me I didn't tap my card, why well, I didn't tap my card, and I kind of had that moment where I looked up and went, oh shit. And I, I said,
2: sorry, I didn't
1: notice the paid attention, I got my card right here, I'll go tap. And instead of letting me tap, he handcuffed me. Whoa. I stunned the room. E-
2: Geeks. <laughs> yeah, that, that is
0: Yeah, real fast. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he
1: cuffed me. Oh, yeah, he cuffed me. he... They put me in a holding cell with a sink and a toilet that I couldn't use because the cops never left my wrist. And then he searched my shit. Oh, most illegal shit ever. And then couldn't find anything, so they gave me a ticket for evading payment. I went to court, tweeted not guilty, and won the case.
0: Wow. All right, then.
1: So good.
0: That's a good angry.
1: Yeah, let's just say this. Um, People often accuse white cops of being racist. The black ones can be racist too. Let's just say that.
2: Yeah, I think you know, and I'm not a police officer, but I think that um, I think it's something different. I think that when an officer finishes the academy and they get a badge, I think some of the bad ones, I think they just um, think they have more power than they do. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it really – I don't think it's just white ones, and I don't think it's just black ones or, you know, like even um, you know, George Floyd that died. I mean, you look at the officers, you look at their mug shots. I mean, they're all totally different. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Never that that's that, that, that
1: that is that was the happening. point I wanted to make because that was – oh, exactly. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to make that point. I was that, that a lot of times when they talk about racism amongst police officers, it's usually a white one on the news, and I was just saying this is a black cop that did that to me. So I'm just saying they they both are guilty. I'm not saying one's more guilty than the other. Just saying they both they both can be. Watch out for that.
0: Oh yeah, well, I mean obviously that's not exclusive to any race or don't gender.
1: Think, I mean, don't, uh, think cause, don't think don't think because the man in.
0: Okay. (laughs) Having some technical difficulties again, but yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. It's not just uh, limited to a certain gender or or race or whatever. Um, It's weird. It's almost like some people, when they get into a certain power role, um, something kind of takes over, whether it's um, some innate um, feeling that they've had or maybe some kind of thing that they've repressed for a while. Now they think they're in this position of power and they can just kind of go crazy. But you know, some people can't control that. And being a law enforcement officer, I mean, you do have a lot of authority, but you've got to maintain a lot of self-control too, man. Like you've got to really really watch yourself because even a a simple interaction with someone on the side of the street for, you know, loitering or or dropping some trash or whatever it may be can escalate, man, in in a heartbeat. So you really need somebody who's uh, got a cool demeanor, who's you know, easy to get along with folks. Um, and, and man, some people just aren't cut out to do that. So um, you gotta know uh, yourself a little bit too, man, if you're gonna take on a position like that. So
1: Yeah. I will yeah. say the one event, the one the one the one positive that came out of all of that is whenever I whenever I go to jury duty and they ask me if I've had a bad experience with law enforcement, I tell that story, haven't been picked. And uh, it never will be. The, Yeah. <laughs> I literally told that story when there was a murder trial and they were back up over Jersey and they said, has anybody here ever been, ever had a, you know, ever been mugged or had a wrongful encounter with a police officer? My mother's been mugged and I had a wrongful encounter with a police officer. When I told, when I told the story about the cop cuffing me at the murder station, the lawyer's jaw hit the floor. Like she was in a state, like, even both the prosecutor and the defense attorney, both their jaws were on the floor simultaneously like, oh, my God, that happened to you. Like, they couldn't believe it. I knew my name was off the list.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, Vinny, that story makes you a, a defense attorney's dream juror and a prosecutor's worst nightmare. <laughs> because, uh, we, we We want different things, clearly, man, and so – I wish everybody had that mentality sometimes (laughs) because, um, you know, most people, even when you hear those stories at the end of the day, most people are going to say, well, I tend to believe police officers. So, oh, wow, that was delayed. There we go. (laughs) Tim, you still there?
2: A legal issue
1: involving your family can make your world stand still. We at Sellers Law Firm help families get back to what matters most to them. When you're facing a divorce, child custody, or a DUI arrest, or other family and criminal matters, we are committed to educating you about preserving your livelihood, and most importantly, helping you and your family move forward. The Sellers Law Firm are here to put their experience, dedication, and compassion to work for you. At The Sellers Law Firm, you are not just a client, you are family. To find out how The Sellers Law Firm can help you and your family, call 770 415
0: Alright folks, we are back and uh, we are using Zoom and Zoom loves to cut you off at 30 minutes, so we are back up <laughs> with a uh, we are back, Vinny, man we got cut off at the free 30 minute mark so <laughs> we had to start up a new one and uh, get back to it and Tim's still lost and I don't even know if he realizes it yet
1: <laughs> He said he, yeah, he to me saying it ended and I was Leaving them a voicemail note. I
0: didn't know who was in which one of y'all was was running it or not. So
1: I was just like, "Hey,
0: yeah, cut me off. Let me know if I need to get back on." <laughs> yeah, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you jumping back on. I have sent the uh, yes, new link to Tim, but usually it takes him a minute. So, man, let's you and I chat a little bit. Uh, sure. Tim can't hear us, man. So, tell me how you really feel about him. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just no, kidding, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I love Tim. Um I Tim, do too, man. Yeah, he's fantastic, man. And it's kind of funny, you know, he he talks about this. Um, so he I'm sure he doesn't mind me talking about it. But, you know, we actually met because Tim hired me years ago, you know, to help him with uh, a criminal defense case. And so um that was a unique way to get to meet somebody and Um, It just kind of wound up um, getting to the point where we became friends, which was really weird because, you know, he hired me. I represented him. You know, we got his case dismissed, which was a a big relief to him. And then a couple years later, I wind up seeing him um, doing stand-up comedy, which I had no idea he even did that. And then just kind of went from there, man. So it was kind of cool how that all came together.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, of course, I, I met him years ago uh, doing stand-up. Um, he, like I said, he booked me for a show. It was me, him, and uh, Joe Pettis and uh, Conyers, Georgia, and it was uh, very interesting. Uh, I it was, a, it, was a, it was a bar that played '90s music, which I thought was uh, really cool because <laughs> right. at the time, because back then '90s music wasn't a classic yet. Then it became a classic, and I started crying. <laughs>
0: I love that, man. That,
1: that's hey. the most impressive
2: thing. When you're like yeah. driving on the
1: highway and all of a sudden,
0: here's an oldie but a goodie.
1: It's tearing up my heart. Now I'm going to die. <laughs> I, I love die that, now.
0: man. <laughs> well, hey, man, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, on our last episode, um, we had uh, HT, um, one of the comedians we've had on Tall Tales in the Past, and um, he did a little guitar work with us. He was playing some songs. Do you have any songs that you can sing for us on this on this video edition of Tall Tales Pod? You got anything on <laughs> that? Um, well, um,
1: I do. I did do some. Uh, I did have some karaoke songs that I uh, had on there that I did on on YouTube, like you know, Dead you or me? Alive was like, yeah, that's on fantastic. YouTube, uh, there's like, there's one where I did uh Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. That's always my go-to. Uh, karaoke song on there. Um, that's
0: one of my favorites. That is awesome. I did. Uh,
1: I had another one where I did the. Um, the it was the Weird Al. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. There was the one where he did the parody of Star Wars. It was a Star Wars one where he did about. Um, oh, about Anakin. Yeah, about Anakin Skywalker. I did that one. <laughs> that's awesome. Two, yeah, and then there was a bunch of carpool karaoke ones like me and two friends did. All Star by Smash Mouth, and then me and my buddy Derek did Money Money by Billy Idol, he I loves that love song. that. So, so we, so yeah, so I've done a couple of um songs, really. Um, so but I mean, I, I'm a decent singer, but not enough to like pull out a guitar and do an album or something
0: like that. Like, oh, hey man, I thought I, you just did an amazing job, and Tim, you just missed it. Uh, Vinny oh. did a karaoke song for us. I've already done mine, and so now it's your turn. Which song are you gonna sing for us right now?
2: Um, <laughs> hmm. You tell me. Whatever you want.
0: Um. How about uh, what is it? What's that song called? Uh, Sherry by uh, um, Frankie. Was it Frankie Valley. What is that? You know what I'm talking about?
2: No, but I can Google the words.
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah, come> <laughs> 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 I'm screwing around with you. You man. know what I've
2: been listening to a lot lately? <laughs> What's that? Hold on. I'm gonna have to. Only way I could do it is just look it up. Uh, my uh, eight-year-old son has turned me on to this station. Um, this song is called. It's
0: not Baby Shark, is
2: it? It's close. Oh okay. <laughs> It's it's real close. I don't know how Baby Shark made it, but it's it. My there's a there's a big market in these kids' songs. <laughs>
0: Are we going to get booted off of YouTube because you're playing them <laughs> the music?
2: Probably. I'm going to stop. It's called Pancake think Robot. Think Pancake anyway.
0: Robot. I've never heard
2: that one. Vinny, it's are you smelling? Like- it? It's got like 47 <laughs> million views. Whoa. <laughs> is, is, is <laughs> never guy, heard of
1: the, it. Is that the same guy who wrote It's Raining Tacos?
2: Probably. I mean, they're all nonsense. I mean, like – I remember Weird Al Yankovic, but I don't yes. remember anybody else doing crazy parody songs. Um, I love
0: Weird Al, man. I still do. Yeah. He's, he
1: still finds a way to come out with one, like, all the time. He can always find songs to parody. He's very talented at that.
0: He does, man. Man, I remember being in uh, middle school. The first Weird Al album I bought was uh, Bad Hair Day. at had Amish Paradise on it. Yes. <laughs> that's incredible, man. Like I can listen yeah, to that whole was, thing over and over. <laughs> yeah, he pissed off. Apparently, it
1: pissed off Coolio. Like he didn't yeah, like.
0: Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> but I mean, it's you know, parody is one of those things that's always been kind of interesting. And in this, we talked about this in law school, but it's kind of like I'm with the artist, man. I would be with Coolio on this one. Like I would be pissed off if I put all my time, work, and energy. Into creating this music and these lyrics and all of this, and then someone else can come right back around, change the words so that they still rhyme, but they say something completely different, and then still make millions of dollars off of it. That would I would be pissed off yeah. too. I mean, and I love Weird Al. I'm glad yeah. it exists, but uh, I mean, golly, man. Unless I'm getting some royalty money out of that, I don't know how that works. But not my area of expertise. Well, I know.
1: Well, I know nine times out of ten, I don't know if Coolio was the exception, but Weird Al has always said that he's always gone to the artist himself and right. gotten the permission out of respect. Like, he doesn't have sure. to. Absolutely. But he would still, but he would still as, a, as a kind gesture, be like, hey, I would like to do a parody of this song. Are you okay with this? And they would give him the blessing, and he would go do it. So he, was, Right. Because he always wanted to be – respectful of the fact that these guys wrote their music. I think that's why Weird Al has been able to laugh as long as he did, the fact that he just had enough respect to do that. Which is oh, and that
0: absolutely.
1: like I said, he doesn't have to. He could easily just go out and make the song oh, and yeah. the guy says no. And I right, think, yeah. now whether or not that was the moment now whether or not that was the incident with Coolio, I don't know. The full story. I just know Coolio either didn't like the song or didn't like the video maybe gave him permission to the song, but didn't like the video or whatever. The song was weird. I know. Gotcha. Or one time time Eminem said, you can parody the song, but don't do a video or something like that. It was weird. Okay. It was was complicated like that. But I know Weird Al has always been, for the most part, the guy that says, goes to them and gets the permission.
0: Gotcha. And I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, because you're right. He didn't have to. I mean, as long as he's, you know, doing what he's supposed to legally to change whatever's supposed to be changing, I mean, he's free to do what he wants. So, to even, exactly. to even ask is a great thing but uh, I didn't. has he ever parodied an Eminem song I wasn't even sure I think the one song he did was Lose Yourself okay I can't remember what he called it though
1: but I feel I like he did, should have done,
0: done the, the real Slim Shady that seems like that would have been a perfect parody song yes. I don't know how that got yeah, kind of is
2: he was the first white rapper <laughs> right I mean he really Absolutely. was <laughs> I'm sorry unless you count Vanilla Ice but
0: oh
1: yeah well Well, there was a few, like, well, there's actually the story, well, Kid Rock did hip-hop in his early years, but, and he was selling pretty decent, but then once Vanilla Ice got on the scene, it messed up Kid Rock's hip-hop career, because no one took white rappers seriously after Vanilla Ice, so that's when he reinvented himself with rock and roll, and then brought some of the hip-hop back and mixed it in there, and then once Eminem got back, came on the scene, that's when white people felt comfortable rapping. And then there's even a whole new even and then and the next so thing you know, it got white people so comfortable with it. There's now a genre called country rap. Where there's country rednecks basically hip hop and rhyming. And like there's this one guy on YouTube, Ryan Upchurch. Holy shit. That dude is a lyric machine. Like if you ever if you ever check out his song, he's amazing. Like y'all do he has country he does country and hip hop and it's freaking amazing.
2: Hey, I've got a question for you, Vinny, and uh, it's going to be a completely different subject, but um, it just popped into my mind. What's go- What do you know about Buff? Is he okay? Um, yes. I-, I heard he was in the hospital, and he's got some stuff going on. I, I know that you guys uh, have partnered on a number of things, and you've known him for years now, and uh, yeah. obviously prayers up and, and well wishes to him, but um, what what do you know about that situation with Buff Bagwell?
1: Uh, right now, currently, um, from what I've read, basically he the the accident was he lost control of his car and he crashed in. He, basically, he went it, went it flew off and it crashed into a standalone bathroom uh, by the Cobb County Transit bus station. Jeez. So I don't know how it got to that point, but apparently it had he had lost control of the car. It went through. There's speculation about whether or not he was under the influence. I don't know for sure, so I put allegedly, because I don't know. That's I'm it. Sure what the news article said. There's, we won't know until later. I know from what I've been told, he got out of the hospital today at the time that we're recording this. He's supposed to be out of the hospital today. I did plan on calling him later, either later today or sometime tomorrow, depending on my schedule, to check in and see how he's doing. So I haven't had a chance to actually talk to him. But I definitely am because I obviously, you know, like the, like the last time Buff had an incident, I called him about it and he gave me his side of the story. Because one thing about Buff is, if you if you ask him a question, he'll give you the truth. So I'd rather hear it from him than speculate on the internet. So well, I, I, I wanted to that. ask
2: you because obviously, you know, Buff is no stranger to uh, stories, news um yeah. things being out there and 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 like you said you know just going straight to the source hearing it hearing his side of the story is important because you know it like buffs had i don't want to call it been in trouble but you know he's had some things come up throughout the years and uh there's been some things said that may or may not be true and all you can do is try to get it from the source. so yeah man i was just curious because uh i heard but you never know what really went on there so
1: by the time I got all the information, it was, like, late last night. So and um, ho- I, 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 they said he was hospitalized. Hospital or no hospital, I'm just not going to call somebody at, like, 1030 in the morning at night. No. A, if he is in the hospital, he ain't going to be able to answer the phone. And B, if he's out of the hospital, last thing he's going to want to do is answer his phone when he just got home. Yeah. So, I mean, I know me. If I just got out of the hospital, last thing I want to do is pick up my phone. So I I'll when I get a chance, I'm going to call him. He's always doing everything and, you know, talk to him. Because obviously I want to make sure he's okay because, you know, you know, Buff is my friend. And I'm, I, it's like the wrestling fan in me still finds it surreal that I'm saying those words. But, yeah, Buff is definitely my friend. And, um, you know, we had a chance to partner up on a few things business-wise for whatever reason. Those things didn't pan out. But we, we've stayed friends through it all. And, he, yeah. and he's even told me last time we spoke was about a day or two after his, this video leaked where he had like bruises on his face and stuff and he was uh, cutting a promo and people freaked out over it because he was saying some stuff. But when I watched it, I knew it wasn't a big deal because I know what I know, Buff and you, if, anybody that's, that's known Buff longer than a day, and maybe you guys can agree on this. Buffs type a guy that when you put a camera in front of him, he turns on the gimmick. You know what I mean? Like he becomes a different person. So he was doing a cameo video and it was a shout out for this girl whose boyfriend was depressed because the pandemic was getting to him because he was stuck in the house. He couldn't go to the gym. So Buff cuts his promo, and he's being buffed. Yeah. Like he's, the band, he's, like, he's like, he's like, you know, your, your girlfriend tells me that you're like, you know, you're upset. You're going crazy over the pandemic. He's like, well, no shit, motherfucker. We're all going crazy. I'm about to rip my doors off the hinges if I don't get to a fucking gym, bro. I'm about to put my girlfriend in a chokehold just to end this motherfucker. And you can see, and, you know, and she's holding the camera. And, like, she's, like, shaking the camera a little bit, like, kind of think she was laughing, but trying not to, and doing stuff. So, meanwhile, it blows up on the internet. And I think it was because Dark Side of the Ring had come out and the Chris Wall story came out and I think everybody was freaking out when they heard the chokehold thing. So I called, so I, so I just called Buff and told, he told me what happened. He goes, He goes, dude, that was just a promo that was funny and he said the bruises on his face were he tripped, he, he had these tiny little dogs in his house. He tripped over one of them and fell flat on his face on the pavement in his backyard. That's where the bruises came from. He said, and he said, I wasn't drunk when I tripped over my dog, but I was drunk when I made the cameo video. So that's why he sounded like he was crazy. <laughs> so, he said, but that's how honest he was. He goes, look, I wasn't drunk when I tripped, I was sober when I tripped over the dog, but I had been drinking when I did the video. So, it's like he, you know, he was honest. And, and it's all on Facebook live video, so I'm not giving out anything private. But he told me, then did the Facebook video. And, you know, he just Told me what happened, and I just said, "I'm just glad you're okay." And he apologized for making anybody uncomfortable. But even Sherry thought the chokehold thing was hilarious, so it there was nothing bad to fear there. So that was that was the last time I spoke to him on the phone. And he and he told said he said, "Hey, I love your brother, and you know if you ever need anything, call me." I said, "Sure." So I like I said, I'm gonna call him within the next day or two. But you know, I'm, I'm glad he's okay. I hope he's okay.
0: Yeah, we hope so too, man. We uh we love Buff, we're, we're fans obviously and um so we, we obviously want him to be okay and uh, hope he's uh going to recover quickly and safely and um hopefully uh you know moves on from whatever's going on and things get better and you know back to normal and all that good yeah. stuff. Absolutely. You know,
1: Buff uh he's a survivor.
2: Yeah, no, that he's a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he's a survivor.
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, my time is like, kind of getting short over here, guys. I'm watching the Zoom counter again. Tim is, uh, or Vin, before I let you go, man, is there anything you want to push or plug, Vinny? You got some tags or some upcoming shows or some social media links you want to drop before we let you go? Absolutely. Go to Amazon Prime, check out Butch in the Car, leave a review. Uh you guys
1: can find me on Facebook, uh Vinny Bucci, Twitter at Vince Bucci, Instagram at Booch365. Uh go to storefrontier.com slash Vinnie Bucci, aka the Bucci, pick up uh your Bucci merch there. I got bucci 365 Pizza Baby, t shirts sweatshirts, hoodies, tank top, baby onesies, all of that. You can get a pizza baby onesie for your pizza baby. I shit you not. Uh we got the Teespring.com link. Um it's on the front page of my website, VinnyTheBooch.com, the merch store. We got boots merch for sale, links to everything. Uh, VinnyTheBooch.com is where you can find everything on me. One stop shop.
0: Fantastic, man. Well, Vinny, thank you so much for being on, man. Hang tight, stay with us. We're going to wrap up the show with all three of us here. Tim, what do they need to know, man, about Tall Tales Pod before we let them go?
2: Man, they need to be sure they're subscribed and uh, make sure that they hit the. Hit the little button to be notified when Tall Tales things are dropping. We've got some awesome merch on prowrestletees.com. You can get your official Tall Tales T-shirt, the good stuff. Uh, not one of them shirts you'll cut the grass in, but the good stuff. Uh, quality, quality shirts. So we've also got your exclusive limited edition Tommy Wildfire Rich T-shirts. There's a number of different options and colors and designs that were exclusively designed by us and Tommy Wildfire Rich. So go there and check them out. And yeah, man, like us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, but be sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're growing and uh, we've got all kinds of guests lined up and uh, we've got some really, really awesome episodes already we've done and we just look forward to continuing to do them. And um, you can keep up with all that at talltalespod.com.
0: Absolutely. Check out the Boochcast. Thank you again, Vinny Bucci, for being on here. Check out his docuseries on Amazon Prime. Follow him because he is uh, he is blowing up, y'all. It is getting cool. It's really awesome to see. Vinny, I'm glad to call you a friend now, man. Thank you so much for being on. Tim, I love you. We're in different rooms just down the hallway, <laughs> but uh, we'll be back for another episode of Tall Tale soon. So see you guys. Take care.
2: See you, Vinny. Bye.
0: See you, bro. Being a former world heavyweight champion, I've been in trouble. And when you get in trouble, you gotta have somebody you can depend on, a good attorney. Because I've been crazy, I've got in trouble. Jody Sellers is the number one man. He ain't there just to represent you. You walk in as a client, and by the time you get done, You become his family, and it takes family to win a case. You know, it takes somebody that's going to be there. Not no slogan name. Let me tell you, the number one attorney in Griffin, Georgia, and around the country as far as I'm concerned, Jody Sellers, bar none.